Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. This is episode 82. I am, of course, your host, Kevin McTaggart. Um, so, I this is a Friday night that I'm recording this portion of the podcast. Um, I'm driving. I went to go get something to eat. I'm driving to Margarita's. And uh, I drive through Hanover. And um, I'm at an intersection. And uh, I have the green light. And there are people at the crosswalk of the intersection. And they, as I'm trying, I'm about to turn left onto the main street in Hanover. Because I'm right. I'm at the intersection where the Bank of America and the uh, Circle K gas station are. And I'm going to turn left and then head up that road, you know. Right. Uh, so, like, there, there's two women. Um, I think they were mom and, and daughter. And uh, they, they walk out into the crosswalk. Like, they were going to cross the street. But it, it said, don't walk. And, like... I'm about to turn left. So, like, I do something that I hardly ever do. I honked at them. They then turned and looked at me and said, oh, sorry. And then went back onto the sidewalk. And then I turned and went on my merry way. I was so pleased with those people. I'm so pleased that they saw me. And decided, oh, we're wrong. We apologize. I mean, they didn't specifically say that, but I mean, they moved back onto the sidewalk. So they're they're saying with their body language, oh, we're sorry. We're idiots. We're going to move back onto the sidewalk and wait for the walk signal like dignified people, polite people should. I tell you, it is a... The, the the jaywalking in Hanover is like such a fucking problem. It's ridiculous. I mean, Hanover is a town, but it's a college town, and it it's pretty busy, especially this time of the year when the weather's beautiful and it's nice outside, and there's a lot of people in Hanover. But there's a lot of damn jaywalking. Like they cross the street. At the lighted intersections. Without waiting for the walk sign. Like they don't need it. I want to know if there's been any pedestrian deaths. I I doubt there have been. Like people hit by cars. Has it happened in Hanover? I need to look that shit up. But it's just so ridiculous to me. I, I What was it? I, I've, yeah, I've seen like a few people like within the past few weeks... I don't think they live around here, but still they don't follow the fucking rules. And it's like, it's so annoying. Like I saw one old guy just cross the street with the don't walk signal and not even caring. Like cars stopped for him because, you know, we're not assholes, but it's just, it says, it says don't walk and you're walking. What the, what the hell is your problem? And like I saw a family of four. So a family of four jaywalk. Parents with their children. 
jaywalking. In the busiest intersection in Hanover, the one at Wheelock Street and, and Main Street, I think. Just ridiculous. We need to do something about the jaywalking in Hanover. I have, I have seen a cop scold someone for jaywalking. So I do think they are aware that the police are aware of the issue. But it's, it's annoying. Someone's going to get killed. Or maybe someone already has. I don't know. I'll have to look up the statistics. If anyone knows the statistics of anyone ever getting hit by cars, of pedestrians getting hit by cars in Hanover, please let me know. Because I'm curious. Another thing I want to talk about is this really funny occurrence that, that happened just after the polite pedestrian incident. Like, I'm driving, I get through Hanover, and I'm at the, uh, I'm at the intersection of where Jesse's is and the entrance to Dartmouth-Hitchcock. You know? Because I'm going to Margarita's. And I look... I'm in the left lane to go straight. And then in the right lane next to me, there's this dude and his uh, presumably girlfriend in the, in the car. The girlfriend is just not really paying attention to anything. But the, the dude, the windows are rolled down. And I look over. I like to look around. When I'm stopped at an intersection, I look, like to look around. So I look around and I see... The dude, and he's looking at me, and he's, like, shaking his head up and down. And I'm like, I don't say anything, but I just turn my head forward and keep it forward. Because I have no idea what the hell he was trying to say. So this dude in the red car, once the light turns green, we go, I go, and he speeds off. We were apparently in a race. We were apparently in a race. And I'm, I, I kind of had an idea that I might have been in a race with him, but I had not, I wanted nothing to do with him. So like, we go and I, I go up and he speeds off. He's like weaving in traffic and all that stuff. And then like, of course, the predicted event happens. I meet him at the next intersection. Except I'm in the left turn lane and he's on the far right lane still. And I looked over and he wasn't making eye contact this time. I'm like, really? Why did... Uh, and I'm just sort of staring at him. Like, come on. Come on. You know you want to... Come on. Turn your head. Look at me, damn it. Look at me. You better fucking look at me, you stupid little shit. But he didn't look at me. Instead, he turned his head towards his girlfriend and was like trying to kiss her or something. I don't know what the hell... It's just so funny, just the douchebaggery of the dude in the red BMW with New Hampshire plates. I can't, I don't know what his stupid license plate is, but he just, he was a young kid with black hair and he was just, uh, it was just so funny. And like, I was so rooting for the fact, once he sped off, I'm like, oh, please, please let us meet at the next intersection. And we did. Oh, so funny. And now, another thing that I want to talk about is something that happened to me on the golf course yesterday at Barry Golf Club in Barry, Vermont. I was uh, playing golf, of 
course. And uh, I think I was on the 12th or 13th tee box. Yeah. I think it was the 13th tee box at Barry Golf Club. And then there was this guy on the 11th hole. Yeah. The 11th tee box. And, um... I I hit my tee shot on the par three there on the thirteenth hole and it 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 didn't it didn't go well, um, and uh, the guy on the eleventh tee box mentions, oh, that he made some I forget what he said exactly but he made some derogatory comment about me being a Patriots fan. Because he is an Eagles fan. And of course the Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And I'm... You know, and it's just... It just kind of annoyed me that this guy was talking trash about a team that he does not play for. And, you know... um, Then we had some banter back and forth, me and my dad with this guy... And uh, we sort of mentioned how, like, well, we know, you know, uh, what it feels like. You guys only know how to do it once. And I've been a Phillies fan. Oh, come on. I've been an Eagles fan for 35 years. I'm like, I I really hope he was 35. I really hope that he was 35 years old. Or or he might have been 45. I don't know. Hope he didn't switch teams at some point to the Eagles. But it's just... Fandom fanhood allegiances just annoy me. I I I just walked away, you know. And then, of course, he hit a tee shot, and his didn't end up so well either. So that's karma, asshole. Stupid fucking Eagles fans. It's hot in the car. This might be a mistake. I'm in the car on a Sunday night. Finishing up recording my podcast, talking about things that piss me off. And I'm pretty heated already, and the car is fucking hot in here. <sighs> have to fix this somehow. Hmm. So, another thing I want to talk about is... Um, I got involved in a work situation that I didn't really want to be involved with. Uh, I don't want to give many details like I usually do, but let, I don't usually give details and I'm not going to this time, but had a former coworker. Well, actually, here's what happened from my perspective. I got a call from my company's HR department to my home phone and I'm like, what the hell is this? Uh, no one ever calls me on my home phone. Part of me is thinking what they wanted to ask me questions about some sort of investigation that's going on. And I'm thinking, wow, I, I hope this investigation is not about me. Why would it be? But I'm paranoid. So I just fucking think and assume that it might have something to do with me. And then someone else brought up to me, well, are you sure it wasn't a scam? I'm like, oh boy, that's a good point. I didn't think that it might have been a scam. So I decided to bring it up with my supervisor who informed me of what it was about. 
just gave me the bare bones information. And I'm like, oh, okay, so it's not about me. So apparently a former co-worker um, who had quit recently um, scorched the earth, basically, on their exit interview, talking shit about, you know, my supervisors and stuff like that. And so, like, I, I got involved with that. And, like, in, during this interview, she mentions the former coworker mentions that, like, I've been looking for a job. She mentions that to them. And because my supervisor tells me that that's what that's what she said. And I'm like, oh, well, I am. And they're like, yeah, we know. I'm like, oh, OK. But I mean, at first, but really, it just annoys me to have my name brought into this situation. You know, it's just I don't recall giving this person permission to, like, bring me into this situation. Like, yes, I'm looking for a job, but I don't want to look at I don't want it to have it look badly on me. You know, that I'm looking for a job. You know, because what if I don't find one and I'm still there, you know, and I just I don't like being thrown under the bus. I never like being thrown under the bus. And I feel like I was thrown under the bus in this goddamn situation. Just it's just annoying. Don't don't drag me into your work shit. Okay. And I did a lot of thinking about this person, too. And, um, you know, and they were always willing to listen to me vent about stuff at work. But usually, usually when, for me, what I want out of venting, when I vent to someone, I want to be made, I want to feel better. I want to be made to feel, I want you to, I don't want you to give me any solutions or anything. And I just want them to like, like, oh, okay. You know, and just make me feel like a little bit better. You know, just to make, you know, you don't even have to say anything when I vent. You know, you can just say, oh, okay. Do you feel better? Yes. Okay, good. You know, this person, this person, whenever I would vent to them, would always like come up with stuff afterwards to just make me matter about the goddamn situation. Or just to make me matter. She liked... I feel like... I don't know if she did this on purpose. But I feel like she tried to piss me off. You know, I think she was one of those people that thrived on people being miserable. Because I'll tell you what. I've noticed in the few weeks since this person left, my mood at work has been a lot better. Why? Because she hasn't been there to stir up shit. Even after she left, she she was stirring up shit, telling me about how bad it was there. And I don't think it's that bad, really. It, I've been that worse places, but oh, it's just so fucking annoying to get involved in that stupid fucking conversation. Don't throw me under the bus. All right, that's your lesson for the day. Don't throw me under the fucking bus because I hate being thrown under the goddamn bus. the fuck else was I going to talk about today? I had some other shit that I was going to talk about today. I'm angry now. Just talking about it. Let's see. I talked about that stupid Eagles fan. I talked about the pedestrians. I talked about that <laughs> that hilarious asshole in the red BMW who I hope died in a fire. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, don't throw me under the fucking bus. Know if I've mentioned that enough. Um, the Hall of Fame. The Hall. Of, they've done the baseball and NFL halls of fame. Um, the previous, you know, couple weeks, and um, I figured it's this time of year again where I go on a rant about how I think all halls of fame, all hall of fames are bullshit. They're all bullshit. They're all stupid. They're all meaningless. Who cares? They're all subjective anyway. They're all subjective anyway. Most of them are done by vindictive sports writers who don't want the person to be in on the first ballot. Like, let's take T.O. for example. T.O. got a lot of shit for not wanting to go to the ceremony. Because he was mad. He feels like he should have been a first ballot. And he should have been. You know what they should do? You know what they should do in place of sports writers? Is like, I think, I'll have to look this up, but I'm pretty sure, I think golf has like a, um, has like a, uh, curriculum, some statistics that you have to attain to become a Hall of Famer, you know? I think, I think that's, yeah, I think they have some statistics that, that, put people in the Hall of Fame. I'm not sure. I think it's like number of wins or something like that. I know the LPGA does it. Where like they have, if you have this many amount of wins, then you're in the Hall of Fame. You know? So I think it should just be based on statistics. If you have the best statistics, you should be in the Hall of Fame. If you reach a certain line of statistics, you should be in the Hall of Fame. And those statistics can get adjusted as the games change over the years. But I'm just saying, you know, these people should be in the Hall of Fame. If they want to do it that way, if they want to avoid the stupid, you know, angry sports writers who are vindictive and want to make them feel better about themselves when they're just a bunch of stupid assholes who just write sports. I'm not saying that writing sports is a bad thing, but I'm just like, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just, the Hall of Fames are bullshit. I, I think I've talked about this before, but I got in a <laughs> Twitter slash radio beef with Jonathan Coachman four years ago because, um, Coach was talking about the speeches at the NFL Hall of Fame and how long they are. They should, they should be timed. And he compared it to the WWE Hall of Fame. The WWE Hall of Fame, which is even more bullshit than 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 any of the other sports halls of fame. The WWE Hall of Fame is determined by whoever Vince McMahon wants in there, or whoever agrees to the deal to become a Hall of Famer. Because, like Honky Tonk Man, when he did his one man show back in January, he talked about this. He talked about that, the show that I saw at the Marquee. Honky Tonk Man talked about how um, uh, you have to, like, do a no-complete clause. You have to agree to a six-month no-complete complete clause after the Hall of Fame. It's actually less... You, you actually lose money, apparently, according to him, if you, you know, don't do the Hall of Fame. I mean, if you do the Hall of Fame. So he, he, he wants to make money. He's in this business to make money. 
So he's not going to... I would be really surprised if you ever see Honky Tonk Man in the WWE Hall of Fame. But yeah, all, all Hall of Fames are stupid fucking bullshit. <sighs> what else do I want to talk about today? I'm going to keep this as a short version of the podcast today. I think I've complained about everything that I've wanted to talk about in this podcast. Um, so, uh, I'll put out episode 83, uh, next weekend. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, if you have any complaints about the podcast, or if you have any suggestions for what's pissing you off about the podcast, the McTaggart Hat Podcast does have an email address. It's through Google. It's mctigertattack at gmail.com. Send me e- any emails to that email address. Um, find me on Twitter, at KevMcT. Find me on Facebook, Kevin McTigert. Find the McTigert Attack podcast Facebook page. And like that, I think I have 185 likes on my Facebook page now. So that's fun. Um, oh, let's talk about some comedy successes as, as of late. Um, I did, I, pref- I was part of the weekly comedy competition at uh, Latchkey. It's called Latchkey Comic Standing. Um, they have eight comedians every week for five weeks, and then they pick two from each week. And I was one of the two that were picked. I won a comedy competition. I won a comedy competition. And now I advance to the finals. And we'll see if I win another com. If I win the finals. I think you get like 250 bucks. And you get to be on a show or something. So I think that's cool. So it feels good to win sometimes. And also I've entered uh, Vermont's Funniest Comedian. So that'll be... Uh, I think I'm either- I don't know which preliminary date I'm in yet. Either Wednesday the 22nd or the 23rd. One of those. I'm not really sure. So that'll be fun. And um, we have the beef next Friday at the Marquee in Middlebury. And then Movie Roast is, uh, I forget, it's, it's Vanilla Ice's first ever movie. I think it's also his last ever movie. I'm not 100% sure on that. But I forget what it's called. Um, and also, um, the open mic I host at Woolen Mill is this Thursday at Woolen Mill Comedy Club in Bridgewater, Vermont. It starts at 8 o'clock if you want to come watch or come sign up and try it for the first time. It's a good place for a first-timer, okay? Let's see. And, uh, I think that's all I've got for now. And that's the bottom line if you smell what the McTaggart attack is cooking.